What's going on, Internet? The Blood Cow here, aka TVH. And to be honest, I'd like to welcome you back to the Gaming Illuminati podcast. And this is the great episode 78. Allow me to introduce you to my co-host, the first of which doesn't own a Nintendo Switch, so he can't play Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and he's jealous of us. It's okay, though, because Florida's weather is known to switch up a lot. He's UTX, no switch the Don. Say what up to the people. What's going on, everybody? I'm poor, so if you would like to donate to the uh, Get JG Switch Fund, that'll be greatly appreciated. I would love to play Smash Brothers Ultimate. <laughs> and everybody. And my uh, second co-host, Hells, from the land known as Fake Canada. He's the opposite of Pathos. He's gaming ethos. Say what up to the people. Go. Yo, what up? What up? What up? You know, we back from Sweden. You know, what's up? Down, okay, Mr. International, okay. <laughs> and uh, our special guest for today is a Patreon backer and a Discord regular. I'm sure you heard of him, Corliss. He's been in the Twitch chat, all the GI streams. Say what up to the people. Shout out your social medias if you want to. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, no social media shout out. If you want to follow me on Twitter, of course, underscore JC, but that's really about it. Most of catch me in the GNI, GI streams. Facts, facts, facts. And if you would like to appear on the next show, please consider supporting us at, at patreon.com slash GI updates. We have all different type of awards in line for those who choose to financially support us. Link is in the description box below if you're viewing the video version at youtube.com slash the Black Okage. And of course, feel free to take the show on the go. The GI podcast is available on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all other major platforms. Make sure to download our free app available on iOS and Android. It's totally free. Just search Gaming Illuminati on your respective app store. Just keep in mind that we spell Illuminati with the word as in naughty or nice. All right let's get into the show opening conversation jj can go ahead and just mute himself because he's poor and doesn't own a nintendo switch but the other three in this uh, conversation do since the last show uh super smash bros ultimate dropped um i think it's a little too early of course to be giving a review but you know how we do on this podcast we give our kind of our first impressions uh and you're the guest on the show so uh corliss i'm gonna give you the floor on this one what are the good the bad and the ugly for you so far with super smash bros ultimate uh, the good is really refreshing. Like I think for for me, like most people, uh, I did not have a Wii U, so I didn't play the previous one at all. So uh, previous ones like GameCube. So it was just a matter of just getting back into things, like you know, just, like riding a bike, just getting hopping back on it. Uh, had a lot of fun with it. So definitely like addicting. Uh, don't care much for that story mode, uh, the World of Light, uh, since it doesn't unlock the characters for you to play with your friends with. But uh, that's pretty much the good of it. Like it's really, it's really enjoyable. They did a good job with it. Uh, yeah, for the vast, like I've had some uh, connectivity issues with some, like just playing online with just randoms. And I'm using Ethernet LAN adapter, so uh, feels like kind of floaty sometimes. Like just seems like a bit lag when you from the offside of it. But that's about it, really. Okay, okay. What about you, Ethos? I mean, sorry, right. I've never been a huge Smash like player, so. Comes the hate. Yeah, uh, you know, I shouldn't even say anything. Never mind. Just ignore my opinion. Don't even ask me my opinion. <laughs> no, so what do you like? We're just gonna like we're just gonna avoid it this week. We're just gonna avoid it. <laughs> All right, whatever, bro. I'll share mine. All right. So since I'm the Smash Bros. veteran here, what's the name? Uh, I do like the fact that you have to unlock all the characters now. Like we don't like it. I, I feel like that's sad that we're saying this in 2018 because you got to pay for everything nowadays. But it's refreshing that we could just play the game and unlock the characters. Um, although like some of the battles were a little bit more difficult than they needed to be it was mad extra but they did patch that uh but whatever i like that um there is some new mechanics in it like there's a new counter mechanic uh a parry i mean where if you uh time the shield correctly with the attack you'll basically you can counter them and offset them um i don't know how i feel about that uh online against real people it's not used as much against unless you're playing against like the neckbeards when you're playing like the level nine com- computer like they just spam that shit and i feel like it kind of messes up the flow of the game but I mean, this is kind of just a first impression. I get, obviously I need to get a little bit better at the game because I haven't had time to uh, play it as much as uh, 
probably Corliss or anybody else in the, in the Discord because, like Ethos said, we know he was busy and sweet and you know doing stuff. But uh, <laughs> I do. I, I think it's interesting. I'll say that. Like, I got to spend more time with it. Um, what's the name? I like the way that the game flows is a little bit more faster compared to the uh, to the last one. Um, I liked how big the roster is. Uh, most of the characters feel di- different. Not all of them. Obviously, you have like the Echo characters and stuff like that. But like the little tweaks that they've done with the characters is dope. I will say that one thing I don't like is uh, I for the first time last night I played online. I just been playing offline training against like level nine computer, and honestly, it feels like it was a waste of my time. Uh, online is so vastly different compared to offline. Uh, the, the latency is real and like if you if you're watching a stream you won't see it so it might seem like a streamer is just like bitching and complaining but it's it's one of the it's like it's not laggy where like characters are like teleporting all over the place but you feel what you put what you input on the controller and what happens on the screen it happens so slowly because of the online that like it's hard to adjust to the point where like if you haven't played this game i would almost recommend like don't even bother playing like if you plan on playing online don't even bother playing offline because the latency in this game is it is it, i was like Ugh, i don't know if i can play this long term this is pretty it's way worse than the wii u like you would run into some some people that had like lag problems and stuff like that but it wasn't this bad like it's like i hit a button and it seems like i'm doing it like a half an hour later and it's just messing up it almost forces you to play fast characters because of it and like i don't know how i feel about that obviously i need to spend more time with it but like i just noticed that off rip i'm like ooh, this this latency is uh i don't know how i feel about that i haven't touched the story mode though i, I don't care about story mode in super smash bros like it's cool if you want it to be there um level hazards and items are still uh, like i like I, at this point it's like i feel like do y'all know your audience like nobody plays with items and stuff like that really like unless you're like super casual everybody just plays for glory um but overall i mean i'm enjoying it for what it is it's just that that online aspect i gotta see i think what makes me mad is we had to pay for the online to play this and it's like nintendo is making us pay for the online and this is what i get out of it i wouldn't i couldn't be completely mad if it was still free because i'd be like eh, it's free whatever i'll just deal with it but uh now that i have to pay online even though it's only 20 dollars a year and the online it feels like it's worse than the wii u version nintendo we gotta work on that we gotta work on that um but i'm gonna give the floor back to ethos on this one can you actually share your opinion on the game sir (laughs) because you need to you don't even play fighting games what's your perspective no no that's exactly why i shouldn't (laughs) if i say one thing wrong or i think one thing people don't agree with they're gonna come from my neck again wow are you letting the youtube comments get to you no, I don't even read the YouTube comments. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I do this for your sake, so you don't have to go through and start deleting people who are like apparently like hate my guts or something. Apparently, so oh I'm, I'm look. I'm helping you. This ain't for me. This is this is for you. I don't care if they dislike the video. Y'all can catch me at twitch.tv All right, slash Smash Bros. Sucks. It ain't a, it ain't a fighting game. <laughs> wow. no, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. joking. Watch someone's gonna comment and say that. Well, oh, we get to um. I mean, it's cool. I'm like I said, I, I, I'm probably one of the casual people who play Smash Bros. I don't really play for glory. I, I constantly clown people who like if they try to battle me and they beat me, I'm just like, all right, whatever. It's like I never try to talk shit about Smash. I've never been that great at it. Uh, last one I played was the 3S version, which I just played for like two weeks and then I stopped playing it. Uh, and I played the Nintendo 64 version. That was that was the only version I was a tryhard in back in the day. But uh, growing up, I never. I never owned any of the other versions. I only played them over at a friend's houses, so I never could get like really good with it. Um, this new one just like seems like it's the greatest hits. I mean, like, I, mean, I guess someone who's hardcore in Smash Bros will love this game, and play it. But like for me, like I don't imagine seeing myself playing this past like 
probably January. I'll probably just stop playing it at that point. Because yeah. uh, I agree with what Corlea said. I, I don't really find the single player that... I find the single player very kind of confusing. There's just a lot of weird mechanics and design choices that were done in that, like the spirit thing. And it just feels like a lot of bloaty stuff. I'm like, why is this? Like, why do I need to do all this? Why are there these different types? And why do I got to learn all these extra systems, which just feel like they're just there for the sake of being there? Um, I, I, I don't know. Um, I, I'm, I haven't even touched online. So if you're saying the online is bad, I'm even happier I haven't bought the online than uh, service. If you're telling me like it's really bad. Um, so I mean at this point I mean I guess I have a little bit of an issue with uh, the way the unlocking's done um, we already talked about when we were in Sweden and you told me the little glitch I could do to like surpass all that cause like I'll be honest like I don't have the time to be playing Smash Bros for 30 hours 40 hours to unlock every single one of these characters like like randomly um, I just find it irritating and I mean yeah it's better than paying for it but I would have preferred like let's say if you've gone into versus or something like that maybe all of them are unlocked and then for the story mode you'd had to unlock them alright Jay so you've been quiet we've been joking on you or whatever but uh, I know you've been in a lot of different uh, GI streams watching people play uh, Smash Bros do you have any impressions because don't you plan on getting a Switch eventually yeah I do um, Ethos, I would have to say I'm disappointed in you first because uh, you were talking like you're going to be like part of the elite. You're like, I'm going to get serious at Smash Brothers and da da da. You remember that? No. Yeah, nothing serious has come out of Detroit since Motown. Come on now. You changed your mind. I was actually first like, of all, I was excited to see you know, possibly, all, you know, whoop on some people. See me on Soul Calibur. And then we can be talking about this. But um, nobody's scared yeah, of you in Soul Calibur. I'm practicing Soul Calibur. I will beat you in Soul Calibur. So. Okay, so you serious about Soul no, Calibur? Nomad's in the same thing about Tekken. I beat him in Tekken. So don't underestimate me. Nomad's like, not good. Look, what are we talking about? Oh, sir. He went to the. He went to Evo, sir. He, I beat him in Tekken, Soul Calibur, Smash Bros. Sir, pick a fighter. I beat him, sir. Bro. <laughs> sir, excuse you, sir. Sir, we're not. You're not. We're not gonna slander our own people like that. Look, it's not slander if it's. You facts. hear this, Nomad? Blaze oh. Blue, Blaze Blue. Don't forget Blaze Blue. Oh, <laughs> I made. I made him retire. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I have no comment. Look, um, I am gonna try to. I, I am learning Smash compared to like beforehand. I didn't know how to play Smash outside the Nintendo sixty four version. So. I'm learning how it works. It's just I don't have a lot of the characters that I played on the 3DS version yet unlocked. So I'm right now just busy grinding the game to get the characters I I know I'm decent at. So then I can learn how to play the game pretty good. So no, all right, and that's right, independent but, when other things come out if I'm still playing it at that time. So all right, well for what I've seen, uh, story mode, I definitely agree. It's uh it's not what they hyped it up to be. It's literally just like you being on a map and and just like running around and, and getting these spirits and leveling them up and and rent and repeat, unlocking characters every uh when you go along the way. So it's all right, but it's not uh it's not interesting in the least bit. Not like they were uh, they were trying to hype it up to be. Um, so that's that's pretty much it. I do like the fact that you um, have to unlock the characters, regardless of what people say. I think that it's cool. Um, it definitely puts a a bit of grind into the game before you can actually get out there um the one thing i did not like is like even um after you said that the latency was trash which actually that it really turns me off to the fact that one online um it's the fact that the preferences do not work as intended uh again that was another feature that nintendo tried to hype up and saying you know you make a preference saying like three stock five minutes no items on only omega maps that it'll put you with people who have those similar uh similar matchmaking credentials but it doesn't work you can do that and it'll put you in like a random uh, you saw that like on a nomad stream or something 
Yeah, it happened on Nomad Stream. It happened on uh, Abino Shofu Stream. So it, it's happened a lot. People have been complaining about it. Um, mm-hmm. Now they did put out a patch, and I don't know if it fixed that. They said that it, it was supposed to fix it on that last patch uh, to make the preferences more uh, more to what you actually wanted to do. But uh, a lot of people were saying, like in the beginning, like they just want four glory back because they know what they're getting. If you pick four glory, you know it's going to be two or three socks, and you know it's going to be on uh, on Final Destination. So like whatever. Uh, I think that's, that not that's in fine. The game? Huh? That's not in the game. No, four glory is not in the game. How did they do that at E3? They literally set up E3 tournament to be like that, and it's not in the game. Mm. I think I think that was just the fact that I mean it, it's it's their own rules. It's local, bro. So you can make it. You can make whatever rules you want on local. Interesting. But as far as online, the matchmaking uh, preferences do not work as intended uh, all the time. Now, sometimes it'll work, but again, other times, like you won't get, you'll get like the crazy maps that, that people don't like with all the hazards. You don't want to play that. You'll get random items in the game. You you don't want to play with those. So it's still messed up as far as I, as far as I could tell. So that's a, uh, that's a big thing too, that they definitely need to fix. If they can't fix that, they just put forward glory back in the game. I just remember too why the latency is like messing with me. Uh, one thing I noticed, and like Nomad said, yeah, it, it is different. Last night when I was playing, is uh, like the lateral quickness for the characters is different. It's more different than any of the other ones that I played, and I've I played them all. Where like where you try to change directions, which is big in Smash, because like half of it is just mind games, and a lot of the characters they're really slow to change directions. Combined with the latency, it makes it really hard to time the moves uh when you're when you're fighting against people online and not every character is like that like i noticed like pikachu his his changing directions is pretty decent like it's, it still feels like nor like old smash but a lot of the characters is like you try to go left or right and it's like i don't know it's like it's like you're like a, a 55 overall in 2k or something like like it's just like moving side to side doesn't feel right combined with the latency and like i don't know if it's completely the latency or if it's the actual game uh, I need to play some more, but yeah, I've noticed some little things. But the main thing that's kind of turning me off, just from my first impressions on playing online, is the latency is really fucking bad. They need to do something about that. If I'm paying for online, otherwise, I'm just gonna be playing Diablo three on my Switch. We talk. I'm, t- I'm talking. I'm, I'm talking about. You jump off I was playing. I, I told. I, I played Wipe last night. I'm like, yo, Wipe. I would have three would you if this latency wasn't like that. Because he's, he's no offense to him. He's not good at the game. Uh, yeah. and, <laughs> And, and like it was it was times where like I'm trying to do something specific and what I pressed and what would happen on the screen happened so late that he was able to just get away from it and then hit me because he had a character with a longer range than me like it it, it really shows when you play characters where you have to be up close I, I was playing Mario because I forgot to switch my character and he was playing Link and with Link you don't have to be super precise because you have a long sword versus Mario he's throwing hands besides the little fireball that he has um like Shulk works pretty decently in the latency because he has a really long sword but these characters where you got to pull up and you got to be very precise with your movements it just doesn't it doesn't feel all the way right as somebody who's been playing all the smash bros and like i consider myself a hardcore like smash dude i don't know it just feels off on the on, on the online aspect um but i don't know maybe they'll patch it maybe they'll fix it i do like the game i just don't think i like it as much as i thought i was going to like it unfortunately but we'll see when i play more um, is there anything else y'all want to add to this one before we switch it up? No, no, okay, okay, nope. okay. Cool, cool, cool. All right, so since the last episode, uh, what we were talking about in the last episode is the, the Game Awards was coming. The Game Awards has passed, so I thought we'd review it, share our thoughts about it, talk about some of the big announcements that came out of it because 
uh, Jeff on uh, Twitter was bragging about having like over 30 announcements and only like five of them were worth talking about. But uh, let's just talk about the award show, period. Uh, Jay, uh, do you feel like they improved from last year? Uh, yes and no. Um, I, I feel like they had uh, they had some interesting guests, but the guests that came out, like I, I really just am upset about the beginning announcement, bro. You literally had you had Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo come out there just to say, "Hey, have a good award show." I'm like, I was expecting some bombs to be dropped, you know? Like you have that platform and you told us nothing but just just enjoy the game awards. I was I was expecting them to say like, "Oh man, it's gonna be crossplay for every single game." Like we're not we're not doing this console war stuff anymore, like something like that. So I feel like they had the good they had a good repertoire there, but they just didn't execute. Uh, the the performances were like meh. It really wasn't any better or any worse than last year. Uh, the award categories it was so bad that Ethos ended up leaving while we were all in there <laughs> trying to uh, try to record and do the roles to the uh, game awards because Red Dead was winning everything. Uh, but that's pretty much how it's been. Like, there's always one game that just went to everything. You're like, well, how did it win that award? How did it win that award? How did it win that award? It's pretty interesting um, how that ends up happening. But, uh, I mean, the coup de grace, though, is, is God of War uh, in the winning game of the year. So, it, you know, out, out of everything that we might have hated on or said that, you know, the game shouldn't have got that award or that uh, studio shouldn't have got that award, at least they uh, saved grace at the very end. And, uh, and I feel like God of War uh, what, uh, definitely what, deserving. What awards in so. specific did you feel like people didn't deserve? Go ahead and let the comment section know. Uh, anything to Red Dead one, pretty much. Wow, but Red Dead is a masterpiece. Bro. JG said that. JG, that is UTX. JG the Don. That was not Ethos. Thank you. Hey man, anybody who was in the chat when we were doing this live, we were all collectively upset. So I'm not trying to hear anybody's mouth. All right. Mm, okay. <laughs> now again, we said that Red Dead was okay. It's, it's a good game, but to win the specific award that they did, we were it's all not good like, enough huh? to be a good game. It has to be a masterpiece, <laughs> according to the internet. Bro. Yeah, it has to be a masterpiece, bro. What's so, nah, it was it was it was pretty out there, man. Uh, how'd you feel about the war show, Corliss? Uh, just, mostly just background noise. I was watching it from work, really, so I didn't catch too much or anything major. Like, I saw like the, the winners, obviously, but nothing. Uh, like Red Dead won too much. I agree with that. And it's like it is a very just very good game. Like maybe great, but not masterpiece in my opinion as well. But uh, yeah, got award. I think out of the ones you know voted nominated, definitely should have choice for game of the year. Mm, okay, okay, okay. I was happy God of War won game of the year, but then again, I'm not really that happy because I don't care about any of this stuff. None of it. None of it does anything for me. Uh, what about you, Ethos? Does this do anything for you? Uh, I mean, I laughed my ass off on Twitter when God of War won, and I saw everybody salty about it. Um, I didn't see anybody salty about that. Oh, uh, there was people who were salty. Really? If, if you go to the uh, Game Awards, you go to their Twitter, right, and you look at when they said congrats to God of War winning, go into the comment section. It's literally like, Red Dead deserved it. Like, you could see a spam of it in the, in the Twitter. People mm. crying about Red Dead not getting Game of the Year. Um, I mean... I'm fine with certain categories that Red Dead won, but one, I, like a couple, I, I agree with JG. There was a couple I think it did not deserve. Um, I had to go through the whole list again, but I, I know one off the top of my head is Arthur did not deserve best performance of the year, period. Like, you could fight me to the butter, butter, and I do not think Arthur, he did fine for the that job. That was the voice did. actor one, right? Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, that should have went to Cassandra or Kratos. Compared to everyone else, like, yeah, like Kratos was 10 times better. I'd even argue, TBH didn't disagree, but I'd argue Connor did a way better job. He had to, he had to do way more 
um, from a from a voice actor standpoint. Come on, come uh, from Detroit, Connor. it was yeah. yeah. So you have, you have a bias because the game is in Detroit. No, no, I no, no, no. I have no bias for the game. All <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm saying is, mm-hmm. if you look at it from a technical standpoint, he had to create three different versions of Connor and voice act three different variations of him for the game. This podcast has been four. compromised. I don't care. <laughs> it's the fucking truth. It's the fucking Just truth. Just fucking with you, bro. <laughs> it's the fucking truth. Look how passionate it is about talking about Detroit. <laughs> I feel, I feel, and I do the game. I'm talking about Connor specifically. I, I give a fuck about the game. I, I'm not crying that, that um, Detroit didn't win a lot of awards either. I'm just specifically talking about Connor. I feel like he got robbed. He and Cassandra was good too. I, I did love her voice actors too. But I feel like not everybody. Connor had to go above and beyond for the role that he had to play in. For like playing a robot who also has to act like a human, who also has different variations, different shades of that like type when people are changing choices and shit on you. Yeah. All the um, other actors had more range. Right. Acting. Exactly. Mm, okay. So. Um, yeah, Arthur, I, I feel like eh, I didn't really feel like there was much range to him. There was not much different tone, tonality to him. Like, it was just very, like, straightforward of, like, what it, just play a Western, the grizzly voice, and that's it. And just, just, uh, just cough a lot, and you're good. Like, that's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's Somebody is writing a novel <laughs> in the comments right now, boy. Oh, my if you, God. If you could cough really good, oh, you deserve performance of the year. Like, nah, come on, bro. Like, I could argue every other person who was nominated for that list deserved it better than think uh factor. Not that he was bad, he was good for the role that he had, but I feel like everyone else had to do above and beyond that. So mm. Yeah. Oh, and soundtrack that, that was bullshit too. Yeah, they, they did not yeah, deserve Colin's most... soundtrack of the year. Those are the two all, I disagree with. They also with won them. best narrative. That was bullshit too. God of War should have got so there's three rewards I disagree with. Narrative yeah. should have been God of War. Uh soundtrack shit give it to octopath traveler that, i actually like that soundtrack that was actually pretty an interesting soundtrack i'm pretty sure all the other was, wasn't spider-man on that one too spider-man was on that one that one was pretty good it made you feel like spider-man um it's a popularity contest like not a lot of people it, i think played like. octopath traveler for that even to be in the conversation that's that's really what the problem Man, i mean it got nominated uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, but what the, you gotta keep in mind who's nominating these games are people who actually play a, a wide range of games. I feel like people who like put Red Dead on this pedestal are kind of in the same book that we when we kind of clown people who love Uncharted. It's like they play Madden, Call of Duty, Two K. You said it. You so said when it. you play a game like Red Dead, it just feels like it's the greatest game ever, sir. So it should win everything, sir, but you didn't please, actually. Can you please can you please say your name, sir, for the audience? Uh, my name is uh, the Black Hokage here, TBH. Uh, I mean, I could be wrong. I don't care if you guys write a comment, uh, no, a long-ass comment. I don't give a fuck. I allegedly agree, but, you know, I'm not going to say this. I'm, I'm just saying, like, when you I, don't... When I don't want to go through a whole Uncharted thing like we did two years ago where we had argue with people about Uncharted over and you over. you don't experience like, a wide <laughs> range of different things, then when you play one thing that's actually a little bit better, then, yeah, it seems greater than what it actually is. It's like it's like food. Like, when we go to all these places, people tell us to go eat, and it's like, well, this is all they experience. They experience something that's a little bit better, a little bit better. What's the shit in burger? LA? Everybody says it's good. Oh, In and Out. Yeah, In and Out is In-N-Out trash. In and Out is yeah. trash. And it's because you never left LA. You don't the know shit that. Sweden <laughs> was better. The shit in Sweden was He's not lying either. He's not lying. <laughs> How do they make better burgers in, in Sweden than fucking LA? That is ridiculous. If you bro. lose, I'm talking about going international cheese. <laughs> got little noise out there spinning Coronas. That's that's what yeah. the money's called. Coronas. We wasn't drinking. They call the hundreds hundreds. Something like that. Hundreds. Um. But yeah, I I kind of feel like 
I feel like it's good because it gives gaming um, exposure, but at the same time, I feel like I don't know if this this show has a place anywhere because I really don't care about the opinions. Uh, oh, what did you guys think of um, the uh, the Entertainer of the Year award, uh, or what is it, the Influencer of the Year when Ninja won? What, what did they call that? The Gamer of the Year, or some shit like that. That was that was a Fortnite awards. Yeah, well, I was gonna say like the Fortnite no. awards. Well, well, they called it the Gamer of the Year, but everybody there was a Fortnite streamer. How do y'all feel about that? <sighs> It's whatever, bro. Yeah, I don't care. It's what it is. Mm. We all knew who was gonna win. Like it, nobody was gonna be touching him this year. He literally. I mean, he deserved it. Year. He was. Yeah, the he did. He did. Like this would have been nice if they had like other the gamers joke. there. Yeah, the nominees were a joke. Minus Ninja. Like, come on now. All the Fortnite people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the big announcements that came out of the award show. Uh, new Far Cry was revealed, called Far Cry New Dawn. Um, from my research, it looks like this is going to be a follow-up to Far Cry 5 after the events of it. Are we allowed to spoil it on this podcast or no? It's still only been like a year. Uh, I feel like at this point, it's fine. Alright, well, you've been warned. Spoilers are coming. Uh, so you get to... What? What? Huh? Huh? Barack Obama? Huh? Uh, anyways, <laughs> so at the end of Far Cry 5, there are two different endings, uh, and the bad ending is basically a nuke goes off oh! and blows up this guy. <laughs> uh, blows up the town that you're in or whatever, and it looks like this Far Cry New Dawn is going to be a post-apocalyptic game that, that takes place afterwards, because in some of the gameplay, they revealed that... Um, well, at the end of that trailer, it looked like it was Joseph C. sitting in the dark because uh, he like went to a bunker or something like that. And then they also showed that uh, what was the black reverend's name from five? I forgot his name, but no the pastor or whatever. But the black pastors in the game. So it looks like it's going to be a direct sequel. Don't quote me on this, but it looks like it's going to be a follow up to it. How y'all feeling about this Far Cry? I mean, I actually had a good time. Minus the ending. Literally, the ending was what made me like. We were like, man, was this game really as good as I thought it was? But I actually liked everything leading up to it. I liked the whole cultist uh, type of thing. I'm actually like very interested in, in those uh, in those type of games, like to see how people end up like being manipulated to the point where like they just blindly follow somebody. And like it was definitely interesting with the entire Seed family, uh, and and you know end up taking them down one by one until you get to the very end. So I, I was literally just mad at the ending. So uh, to see them continuing this. Um, having some uh, having some black twins too. I want to see like how much damage they can do uh, in this game. But the post-apocalyptic thing, it looked a lot like Rage though. That's the only thing that I'm kind of upset about because Rage is also coming out next year. So I don't want people to like be mistaken and be like, oh man, it's like this looks like almost a carbon copy of it. And a lot of other people were saying it's like Fallout too. Like they were saying that this is what Fallout was supposed to be. So I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of like mm. the wrong time to be pushing that because you have two other games that are also, you know, post-apocalyptic um, that are that are right around each other. So I don't know if that was the best idea at this very point in time, but I'm going to play it anyways because I, I got to see what happens afterwards. But I think it looks okay, though. It's just it, it, like from the trailer, it just like it looked very, very similar to Rage. And, and I don't know how I feel about that. Honestly, it looked like DLC for Far Cry Five to me. Like it looked it exactly, it looked exactly the same. And honestly, it looks like this is what they wanted to put in Far Cry Five, but they didn't have the time, so they decided, well, let's just make it a different game and expand it and make it its own game. Um, and I'm a little worried that it's that. And I'm also a little worried because this is right after Five. Uh, what's going to be different in terms of gameplay wise? Because I remember me and Ethos were actually talking about this when we were in Sweden. Um, 
Yeah, we did. We did. Um, <laughs> good, good old bonding. Right, right, right. Stuff. Drank uh, over some. We had some beers together. <laughs> <laughs> um, what we were talking about is like Far Cry is basically been on a treadmill ever since Far Cry Three. Like Far Cry Three was the pinnacle, and ever since then, like it's just been iterations of Far Cry Three. Basically, Far Cry Four was basically Far Cry Three in the mountains. Uh, and then five was pretty much the same gameplay wise what are they doing that's going to be different especially a year after this game came out um i don't want to totally dismiss it because they managed to change up enough in assassin's creed odyssey uh from origins but i like i am a little bit concerned about what exactly is going to be new from a gameplay standpoint or are we just getting an an expansion a 60 dollars expansion that's my main concern what about you uh ethos I mean, I walked away, so I wasn't spoiled. Um, I mean, the game looks cool, I guess. Uh, I haven't played Far Cry 5, so I feel like there's no reason for me to even buy this game unless I've played Far Cry 5. So, yeah. Are you planning on it? Uh, how cheap is it right now? I don't know. Actually, let me shut up. I got any games. Nah, nah. You're not going to play it. Don't play yourself. Yeah, I get good at Smash. I mean, yeah, I got to get good at Smash first. So, no, it's probably not. It's probably not a while. Thanks. What about you, no, uh, Corliss? Any thoughts on your Don? No, no, not really. I don't play Far Cry either. Mm. Uh, I, I, yeah. Why do they keep putting out more? Like, I feel like this pro- this franchise isn't that popular. Could have came out with a new IP, but yeah, Far Cry Three, like you said, that was like that was like the height of it. Everybody loved Far Cry Three, uh, for the most part. But after that, it just it definitely went downhill. So, like I said, I don't know, but I did enjoy Far Cry Five though, because I didn't play four. I honestly forgot it came out this year. It was pretty forgettable for me. It felt like because I played every, I played Far Cry one, three, four, and then five. Like, and then I played the uh, the Blood Dragon one. Like, played Primal too. Oh yeah, I did play Primal. So like, I did actually. Like, and I'm not even trying to be funny. That game sucks, bro. Fucking like, it just feels like I'm going through the motions. Like, they're not really, they're not innovating enough. And I, hopefully, they'll do something with this. Uh, hey, maybe it'll be co op. Maybe it really will be the Fallout seventy six that we actually wanted. Then I wouldn't be mad at it. I mean, the co-op actually wasn't too bad in uh, Far Cry Five. Yes, it was because you couldn't play. Uh, well, you couldn't save your story. Save. Yeah, that was that was the only thing you couldn't save. But it's like, actually, playing. when you got in there, it wasn't it wasn't bad. It's not worth playing. Um, the uh, one announcement I think got everybody excited. It's going to be a Nintendo Switch exclusive. Is Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three? This is a game we've been waiting for for well over like a decade since like the second one. Switch exclusive. I don't know what the story is going to be about. It doesn't really matter. They showed Marvel heroes together blowing shit up. What do you think, Ethos? Cool. I mean, I, we don't know anything outside what they showed. Surprise, uh, Black Panther was the shown, but um, other than that, I mean, I'm excited. If it's co-op and it's on the Switch, so that means I can play while I'm taking a shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board. How long are your shits, bro? <laughs> right. I mean, to be honest with you, it's more like taking a shit and, or really, first playing the game, then taking shit, or taking the shit, then flushing, and then just staying in the bathroom and playing the switch. One of the two. What? Thank you for your bathroom rituals, Ethos. <laughs> you asked. You asked. I asked how. I asked how long do you take a shit? I didn't. I didn't I ask for the ritual. I, I was like, I take a shit and it just sits there. <laughs> Whatever, bro. This is a I, shitty podcast. Standard of- <laughs> I see what you did there. Right. <laughs> uh, any expectations or things you want in uh, Ultimate Alliance 3 Corliss? No, not really. Uh, I didn't play 2 or anything like that. I played 1, which came a long time ago. But uh, yeah, hopefully, just still a good game on the Switch exclusive. That's all. Mm, okay, okay. What about you, Jay? 
I mean, I wasn't a big Ultimate Alliance fan, but I'm actually excited about this one. Uh, for it to be a Switch exclusive, this would be another reason to buy a Switch for me. So I was excited when they uh, when they did announce it. I know I'm I'm ready for it. I know a lot of people were uh, were uh, really waiting on this one, so I know that they're happy. All the fans. Yeah, I saw some people were mad that it is a Switch exclusive. Uh, was. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm not getting a switch. <laughs> he said he was getting a switch. Now he's gonna have to get a switch. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but my thing, like from a business standpoint, if I'm, I, I don't know, but if I'm, I'm willing to guess that Nintendo probably rescued the game because, like I said, it's been like 10, 15 years since like the last one, uh, which means nobody wanted it. So maybe Nintendo picked it up and, and funded it just like they did with Bayonetta, and that's probably why it's an exclusive. If I had to guess, if I had to guess, I want to mention one thing because everybody actually thought that Ultimate Alliance was going to be the Square Enix Marvel game. And we still haven't heard anything about that. I'm not. I'm not mad that the Ultimate Alliance three got announced, but I'm still waiting on the Square Enix Marvel game too. I don't know if we're ever going to see that. Yeah, what exactly is that? No idea. Uh, we'll have to see over time. But Marvel Ultimate Alliance three is a day one pickup for me. I think that we haven't had any squad games for a while, uh, so it'd be nice to play something. Something. We're playing a little Smash Bros. Uh, speaking of fighting games, Mortal Kombat 11 was announced. This one actually leaked before the show, but I guess it was cool to see it finally confirmed. We didn't get to see any gameplay, just a CG trailer of Scorpion going at it with uh, Raiden or whatever his name is, Electric Boy. Uh, Electric Boy? Electric Boy? <laughs> <laughs> Wow, it's not sir. static shock, so it doesn't yeah, matter. Now. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's the name? Um, <laughs> freaking! I, I, so I was like thinking about this before the podcast. Like, I don't even know what to expect. Like, this is the eleventh game in the franchise. Like, I don't even, and this is not even counting the spinoff ones. Like that damn Sub Zero uh, story game and shit. All these other ones. Like, what are they gonna do different for this one? Like, I don't know if I'm excited or not. And then also. Um, What's the name? The whole controversy surrounding the trailer. Uh, what'd you think of that, Jay? They had 21 Savage in the trailer. And- the game sucks, bruh. It doesn't matter what we saw in the trailer. The game sucks because of the music. I've never heard so many crybabies in my life. And it's funny because this is exactly what happened. Mortal Kombat 10 got announced and it had Wiz Khalifa in there. Everybody was like, that. oh yeah. my God, oh my God. It's, it's a rap song. Okay, well, do you, you want to hear We Will Rock You um, like for the millionth time? Because they use it for every up. single trailer and movie. It's like, who cares, bro? But you got to Queen, JG. But you got to Queen. Yeah, bro. Right. I mean, Queen that is fucking legendary, but geez, queen? man. You play Queen when you about to fight somebody? No, I'm not, I'm not trying to hear that fucking anthem I for the million times. You know what I'm saying? 21 Savage <laughs> talked about killing, bro. He talked about killing. So <laughs> what better person to put in the freaking trailer when niggas is killing each other? I just, I don't understand what people have said about. I've I never heard people... Sense. I never heard people <laughs> just analyze a trailer so much because of the music. I was like, well, did you like the gameplay? Are you excited about the game? Okay, well, Dan, like, it doesn't make any sense to me, man. The CIA is about, about to come game. knocking the FBI. You're getting a little too deep here. Are you trying to imply that they just don't like black people? Is that what you're trying to say, Jay? Whoa. Yep. Whoa. That makes too much sense. Nope, let's get to the meat and potatoes. We know that that's it, Mary. Uh, we don't sure. care if you don't like rap. We don't care if you don't like rap, but y'all never uh went upset, uh got us so upset of this when Eminem did the freaking Call of Duty uh trailer, did you? No, and and to be honest, them Eminem songs were fucking awful in the Call of Duty trailers, boy. That, Emin- that was Eminem some bad makes, rap. Yeah, he, he makes he makes anthem songs too. So they like and why you trying to hear an anthem song every single trailer, bro? Like it I feel like it's refreshing.
refreshing to actually see like people go out of their way and choose like better music that actually fits these trailers instead of choosing just the the cookie cutter song that we hear like a thousand times also you would think because this is the second time netherrealm has put rap music in their trailers obviously they like rap music they think it fits their trailers you would think their audience for the culture you you would think their audience would open up to it a little bit more like on some star wars shit because isn't that what like george lucas wanted that's why he put so many diverse characters in there he wanted to open people's minds and it's like the 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 mortal Kombat audience and then it's also it it contradicts itself too because doesn't the fgc pride themselves on being like diverse black people in diverse yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. like it's it's, you gotta remember that's not that's a very the fgc wasn't talking about that though okay okay Okay. I apologize, like, FGC. I apologize. Yeah, yeah no, they, no, the FGC loved it. They didn't give a yeah. fuck. They were like, oh my God. They like, we, yeah, yeah, they were like, damn. But it's the broader audience that was just probably argue the casual broader audience. People who going to play it for two weeks and drop it. The people who aren't really into fighting yeah. so games, no man. and they're like, "What is this shit?" <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm on fire, baby, buzzing, baby. <laughs> I'm gonna just step away from your keyboard. You want to oh, see a dead body? <laughs> this is great. Love it. Oh my like, god! I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to tame him. He's being sad. so. I, I think the funny thing about all the complaints is, at the end of the day, is like y'all still gonna buy it. It's Mortal Kombat. So why are you even complaining, bro? And also, the rap music isn't gonna be in the actual game. So it's like, what? Are, what, are, what are we doing here? But yeah, as far as like the game, um, I know that there have been a ton of leaks that come out, uh, and I've been purposely avoiding them because I don't know. I understand that people are excited, but like, damn, like just wait, bro. Like we're already going to get uh the actual uh reveal show in January that they've been inviting people out to, and then the game comes out in freaking April, bro. So like it's it's right around the corner. Like you can wait, bro. You can wait. Um, but as far as like what you said, like I don't know what they're going to do. Apparently, this one is going to revolve around time travel, bro. Perhaps. Oh, so it's yeah, all story driven stuff that's going to be there. Yeah, and, okay. and they're going to bring back a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of characters that you've seen before, like a lot of Mortal Kombat four characters. Apparently, you know what they doing? What are they doing? Time to take on our conspiracy three hats. Now, um, they're they're Put your they're tinfoil hat on. Tinfoil hat on. Um, I feel like they're going to copy the design of Injustice two and apply it to Mortal Kombat. Oh, with the armor upgrades and the stuff like that. Yeah, I read yeah. that somewhere too. I wouldn't be I surprised. That's what they're aiming for. The different types from different universes, or I don't even know. Is it considered universes, or is it all? I don't. I don't really know the story of Mortal Kombat that well. Is it all linear, like from one to ten? Like, does it all? I know, like, there's children of the previous generation, but does the story like break apart at certain points or shatter or something? It's weird. <laughs> I'll just say that it's it's weird because okay. <laughs> this, this is the first time that they've done like you know some sort of like realm traveling, time traveling system. Right. So like I mean the the possibilities are endless, but apparently like uh, of course in the trailer they revealed like a new character or whatever. Um. So that's that's definitely you know going to be the time travel aspect. So we'll see what happens. But um, like you said in, um, in Mortal Kombat 10, like they revealed like the the children of like the iconic characters who we all know. So, like, they, I mean, they could pretty much do anything at this point, but I'm just, uh, I just ready to see, like, the full roster. Like, if they can make it out, they made, like, uh, uh, Mortal Kombat, uh, Ultimate or Trilogy, like, that'll be cool. They brought, like, all the characters back. Make sure that <laughs> net code is right. Um, yeah, that's the main thing. That's, like, <laughs> anything else. Make sure that net code's right. Cause Mortal Kombat 10 on PC was trash, bro. I feel like progressively they've gotten better. Trash. Uh, what's what? the, no, well, yeah. injustice. Uh, in, no, I'm I mean, saying injustice two. Injustice two's net code like was pretty cool. solid. That's the last yeah. like really good. Four, it was. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying like they progressively gotten better, but they right. didn't launch injustice two on PC until way later, right? Like it was like they who's playing fighting console? games on PC? Ethos. I don't know. You tell me. 
What are you talking about? This is how we know I'm you don't saying, play fighting games. I'm saying you niggas bought Mortal Kombat on PC, so, so we're trying to figure out who buys fighting. Get you your mic bought, out of your throat, Jesus you Christ! You niggas bought you niggas bought Mortal Kombat 10 on PC, right? I got that like out of a humble bundle or some uh, shit. No, 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 I didn't buy no, that when it no, no, launched. No, no. You bought I, it. I did. I'm I sure it. all of us bought it. We bought it. We bought it. Black AG. I think you did too. It was three or four of y'all. No match. But no man gave up after a week. Uh, <laughs> all of them, all of you guys played it at launch on PC. And remember, the issue was was that the shit was unoptimized as fuck. And then we was like, fuck, we're never buying a, uh, a fighting game. Oh, ever you know again what? I'm thinking of Mortal Kombat 9. There's too many fucking Mortal Kombat. Yeah, we did get 10 on PC. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. Yeah. I get I'll that. take my apology. Thank you. I won't. I won't. <laughs> Europe has taught me to never apologize. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're supposed to apologize. You're supposed to say, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, any thoughts on uh, Mortal Kombat, Corliss? Nah, I haven't played in a while, so nah. I don't people get people complain over a CG trailer at that. It's not even a gameplay trailer and me selection. I don't care about. So I feel that. Fuck that game. I feel you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, last kind of major announcement was a uh, Persona Five Joker will join Smash. I mean, I know you play Persona Ethos. Is why is this a big deal? Because it came out of nowhere. No one was expecting this shit. Because I thought they were going to announce like Persona's coming to Switch or like persona 5 is like maybe like new dlc like expansion content or something but like now that he's in smash the weird thing is like because he it's very plausible like when you think about it i i know you haven't played the game but people play the game they can look at the game and be like oh yeah it's like so many applications that joker could be i have a feeling he's gonna be he's gonna be a power hitter uh correct me on like what the types are um it, it's not do they have a type that's in between like the speedy archetype that's like fox and then like, like balance in them? character yeah like balance in the middle i feel like he's balanced in the middle like he has like a range like, i feel like he's gonna play a little bit like fox but a little bit slower with some range capability i feel like that's the type of character he's gonna be um but i, I mean that's great news uh this just further proves that really the sky's the limit like now when people are talking about get goku goku and smash I, I really feel like it's definitely plausible now compared to I guess when they first revealed the game, I would thought it was never plausible, but like now it is. Like I feel like plausible. for for balancing purposes, how does Goku work? Because he can actually fly. How do you kill him? They just don't let him fly. Just just don't let him do it. Oh, you know what? Or it could be the Echo type of character, where it's like or, just yeah, regular like, Goku, like not Super Saiyan Goku, like regular like Kaioken Goku. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say yeah, young Goku, like where Echo he was Fighters. using the um, yeah. the or cloud. it could be like uh, the Nimbus, the Nimbus, yeah, the cloud, Nimbus yeah. cloud, yeah. Or could, or they could do it like similar like uh, when he does Kaioken, similar to like how Pikachu's up B mechanic works, where he does a little thing. Like it could be like that's how Kaioken maybe works in some sort of like mechanical application. I don't know. Um, it, it, I mean, Goku's like I don't think he's really a difficult fighter to implement in the Smash. I think he's pretty straightforward. Um, like some of the people that I was curious about was um, well, we might as well put Geralt. Let's put Geralt in it because he's already in like so many games already. Monster so Hunter, they just announced him for. Yeah. He's in Soul Calibur, and I think he's in another game too. So we might as well just throw him into the Smash too. Um, 2B, I'd like to see also in Smash Bros. Um, since they got, I think ever ever since I saw Bayonetta, I was like, I feel like the guy's limited at this point. And I feel like they could, uh, Sora might be probably Sora. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think of anybody else that that's relevant. Um, I don't know. Maybe those are probably the three top ones I'm, I'm imagining could appear in the Smash Bros. So we'll see. I feel that. Yeah, that's why people care about. I, I feel I, like um, you don't know him, TBH, you don't, because you don't know who. I think his name's Akira in Japanese. But um, I'm pretty sure when you see his gameplay, I'm pretty sure he's gonna be a character you, you'll like. 
Yeah, I don't like to play RPGs where they don't stop fucking talking. Um, anyways, uh, <laughs> I forgot to put this on my notes, but uh, does anybody care about Psychonauts? They finally showed the new Psychonauts gameplay at the, the award show. I mean, I've never played Psychonauts. I've never played it either. And he looks like a piece of corn with some goggles on his head. I don't get it. But uh, yeah, yeah but they announced it though. So I know the hardcore fans are excited about it. Yeah, bet, bet, bet. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and then like that was fine like the gameplay this man just messaged me <laughs> whatever uh jay you're gonna have to take over his part for what's coming up all right uh before we hop up uh into the uh the other news section the other news that we had to talk about uh, i want to shout out today's sponsors all right so today's show is brought to you by robin hood shout out to them for sponsoring the show robin hood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks etfs options and cryptos all commission free they strive to make financial services work for everyone not just the wealthy there's it's a non-intimidating way for a uh, stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence it's simple intuitive with a clear design with data presented in an easy to digest way um personally the reason that i i've y'all know if y'all come through the streams i've been using robin hood for a while now the reason i like it is it's commission free a lot of times when you use these investing apps or websites uh if a stock is ten dollars there's usually a middleman that you have to pay for handling all the uh, transactions so let's say it's ten dollars there'll be like a five dollar fee so really it costs 15 with robin hood if a stock is $10, it's $10. That's what you're paying out of your pocket. I really like that. Um, you can have custom notifications for price movement, so you'll never be out of the know about what's going on uh, and with your investments. And then I also like the fact that they have a customizable widget that you can put on the home screen. Uh, you can always just kind of keep up to date. And of course, they have they have everything on their print. Not everything, but they have a lot of different options like Ford and Apple and all the big names as well as smaller ones. And uh, It's definitely worth checking out. And Lucky you guys, the listeners, Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. And you can sign up at Illuminati.Robinhood.com. That's Illuminati.Robinhood.com. Thank you to Robinhood for sponsoring the show. And I'm going to toss it to JG on this one uh, since Ethos disappeared. Uh, Tell them about our other sponsor for today. All right, guys, there's nothing better about the holiday season than unwrapping a brand new phone until you get hit with that brand new monthly bill. Big wireless providers can really suck the joy out of the holidays. So this year, don't just upgrade your phone, upgrade your wireless provider and switch to Mint Mobile. For a limited time, Mint Mobile is offering the best holiday deal on wireless you've ever seen. Three months of service for only $20. Mint Mobile's holiday deal is only here for a limited time. $20 total gets you three months of wireless service for five gigabytes of 4G LTE data each month plus unlimited talking text you can use your own phone with any mint mobile plan you can keep your old phone number along with all of your existing contacts mint mobile runs on the nation's fastest most advanced lte network and if you're not 100 percent satisfied mint mobile has you covered with their seven day money back guarantee ditch your wireless plan and start saving with mint mobile also take advantage of this mint mobile holiday deal before it's gone get three months of wireless for twenty dollars and get the plan shipped to your door for free by going to mintmobile.com slash gi that's mintmobile.com slash gi that's three months of service for just twenty dollars it's mintmobile.com slash gi okay uh, shout out to mint mobile for sponsoring the show we appreciate you as well as robin hood uh, hey. but that's enough of the uh sponsors let's get back into the conversation um since the last podcast i well i think on the last podcast this happened but then something else updated with it so uh epic announced that they're coming out with their own storefront to rival something like origins or steam and like that and they're trying to bring more developers on board to put their games on 
And I read a little bit more into it because I was like, why should I be excited about having another client or launcher on my PC? We already have Steam Origin, uh, Ubisoft's joint. Um, I know there's Arc for Neverwinter. Like there's oh, and then Fallout seventy six. Nobody plays that, but it does have its own client. Like there's just so many clients running in the background nowadays, and it's like, why would I want another one? Um, and from what I read, it looks like Epic is going to be paying way more t- than a uh, Steam uh, will be to developers, and that's how they're trying to attract them on board. Um, I know Steam takes thirty percent of uh, all sales of anybody that's on their platform. And don't quote me on this, but I think I read it was like 13% or something like that Epic is only taken. So it looks like studios would be able to make way more money off of Epic's platform. And then the news came out also that um, developers are going to be given tools uh, in order to get all the things that Fortnite has in it. So basically the main thing everybody's clamoring about is if you bring your game to the Epic platform, you will also be able to uh, have cross-platform play on your games. Um It'll, uh, you'll have cross-platform voice comm, gameplay, parties and matchmaking, data storage, cloud save games, achievements, and trophies, which is a big deal because for the longest, people have been trying to end the uh, the console war. Uh, Jay, how are you feeling about this? Do you feel like Epic is a real threat with the combination of Fortnite and really just opening up the Unreal Engine and their client to uh, different studios and developers? When we first heard of the news, I didn't. I thought that again, one of the only uh, the only good points about that was that you will be getting more money if you put your game on their platform. But I see that they're really serious. I think that they're they're fully willing to go all in on this and uh, and attract everybody. Uh, I think another thing that was very very important besides the cross platform play because that's I think that that's super major uh, at at this point. If, if they're going to really really do that and uh and make sure that like all the games that are on there are cross-platform friendly or cross-platform ready then that's going to be cool um let's say they're going to add a voice comms too so that's going to be major uh, for everybody's cross-platform but um, i think another thing that's very important is you don't have to use uh the epic engine in order to actually put the games on there they're allowing pretty much everybody you can use whatever engine that you want mm. but if you use the epic engine then of course you're going to get like a, a discount or whatever um you don't have to pay the fee um, for using their, uh, for using their, uh, another, uh, service or whatever, another, another client. So I think that that's, uh, that's very cool. And I think that like a lot of people are excited. Um, at first, like, I think a lot of people like us were kind of like iffy, like, well, why do I need this? You know, that's the same question that you were. Why do I want another client on my PC? But if they can make this work, if they could actually attract a lot of people, then I think that they could do damage. I think that they could be like one of the biggest competitors, even bigger than like Origin, which I feel like is probably like second, um, in my opinion to Steam. Yeah, because at this point, Steam is only big because it was like the first real digital storefront on PC, like the early 2000s that was really trying to push it. But as far as innovation, they really haven't innovated much. They just kind of changed the UI uh, and then added like chat and stuff like that. But it really seems like Epic is really trying to innovate on the client front and trying to attract uh, people. And I think one way this is a theory of mine, one way this actually could be good for gamers and it could do damage. Not only would there be cross platform play for more games. But uh, if Epic is taking a smaller cut from the studios, that means that leaves more room for the studios to make more money, which means also we could probably see more discounted games pop possibly because there's a little bit more, a little bit uh, something left there for people. That's just a theory of mine. But like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw more sales on the Epic studio because they're not taking as much. Uh, do you have any thoughts on it, Corliss? Yeah, absolutely. I think this is a, they can definitely compete with Steam. Like, with cross-platform and uh, giving you know, developers cheaper or yeah, making more that's cheaper for them to put on their platform and obviously more competition is obviously better for the for all of us really. it forces everyone to be better and even Discord launched their own store as well so if they can you know, fulfill these promises of cross-platform 
and also I don't know if it's a problem like a couple of years ago with the it was a Call of Duty or Gears of War game where if if your friend bought the game on Steam and you bought it on the Windows Store you still couldn't play each other mm. as long as that's also addressed it's like that this is definitely a challenger to Steam because Steam has not done nothing really innovative in like well, at least two years they've got a community that's a huge problem with review bombs and everything so more competition is always better across the board yeah they give us lower game prices the cross platform play and give us refunds like Steam and they get all the major people on board I mean I, I, I guess I could download it you know <laughs> man you already got it don't you did you play Fortnite on PC uh, at least once every once you a had, month you, you had it when we had Paragon remember uh, remember that game you uh, had it so yeah, I played it once a month so I was like I guess <laughs> you know we could try it out or whatever um it really just determines like the stability of it all like can it actually work um did they give any eta on when this is oh yeah it's 2019 so t- actually it's also right around the That's corner yeah, yeah as they said quarter two between quarter two and quarter three 2019 basically steam is on the clock because <laughs> yeah. they coming they coming for that ass um and this could like would you could you guys see epic moving away from game development similar to how steam did because people for a lot of people that don't even know steam used to or valve used to actually make games you could see them actually moving away just doing Fortnite and then having their storefront absolutely they can yeah. literally put like everything that they have in just Fortnite, and then just let everybody else just mess with their engine and that's it they'll just provide the engine Mm, interesting interesting that's basically what they've been doing anyways <laughs> yeah. the only game that they had was fortnite and uh and paragon uh it's pc and mac overlay api okay okay nobody plays games on mac but they're trying to connect people so i guess we're gonna have to see in 2019 how this one plays out um, but this is definitely interesting news and this is definitely something everybody should keep their eye on it looks like epic is making a power move um, speaking of power moves, <laughs> more speed moves, gotta go fast. Uh, this past week, uh, it was revealed the first official poster for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. And uh, this made a little splash on the internet. It was like the news of the day, um, mainly because of the way the poster looks. Uh, you have a furry hedgehog, it's supposed to be like a live action, I guess, CG or something. I, I don't know what the fuck this is. What, what do you think, Corliss? What do you think of this poster? Uh, it's a no for me, dog. Nah. I don't think nothing of it. It's just is just there. This it it looks like some furry fan art, deviant art shit. Yeah, like like it took it off Tumblr or something like that before it gets closed tomorrow. Yeah, I I know Ethos uh, was loving this poster. What'd you think of this Sonic poster, Ethos? Now why are you gonna lie on me like that, bro? I actually no opinion about it because I'm actually unlike other people <clears throat> who made videos uh, I'm gonna actually wait for the trailer to come out and then make my informed opinion mm. okay 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 I mean we're just talking about the art style we're not talking about the movie as a whole though I just wanted to slander oh okay fair enough it's always room for some of that in your blood uh, what about you Jay <laughs> um, I cannot fully judge off of the silhouettes but uh, it's not looking good right now for good old Sonic and uh yeah the internet literally like went off and they made even creepier uh representations of what sonic will possibly look like so thank you thank you internet you you like ruined my childhood i don't even know how i feel about it now like i I just think it's going to be trash because everybody else thinks uh things are going to be trash but again i will reserve my full judgment until we actually see like the actual reveal because again people this is just a silhouette so we don't know for sure it just looks like a meme i guess that's why it's like are they serious uh but yeah. until we see the full trailer and also what is this movie gonna even be about uh 
is it going to be another Dr. Robotnik comes and he's got to race and beat him up? Like, are they going to do some actual uh, original, original characters? The rumor was that Sonic was going to be like a cop or something or work with a cop. Oh, my it, God. I hope okay. it's not because Sonic's we're literally the feds. about to have... Yeah, we're about to have Detective Pikachu, right? So we don't need another another one of our, uh, our childhood. Well, let me tell you why that idea is like, really bad. The reason Sonic exists for all the young folks out there is fucking sega wanted to make a character that was like the opposite of mario they wanted to make like a really cool like edgy 90s character and like now you're telling me he's about to be the feds like what like how does that what is cool i don't all right i'm gonna say my i hope not man i really hope not <laughs> like what this nigga gonna be a, a parking meter maid and shit like uh you didn't uh pay your your, your, your parking fees there sir uh, i go fast i'm gonna go tell the police but uh, I'm sure Ace will love it. So he'll give it, he'll give it the GI review. Nah, Ace hates it, yo. Ace hates it. Remember the video? Yeah, Ace hates it. He yeah. saying like, yeah, he got the, the tickets pre-ordered. He lying. <laughs> <laughs> He's sitting in the theater right now waiting for it. Um, <laughs> this is some interesting news. All right, so Soldier Boy has been in the news the past couple weeks for various things. The first of which, uh, Soldier Boy came out with his own gaming console. What was it called? The Soldier, the Soldier Watch, Soldier Game Handheld. Yeah, the console that hand. So it made like a little splash because they was like, "Oh shit!" Like Soldier Boy and his entrepreneurship, and then it came out. He got exposed. Basically, what he's been doing is taking cheap Chinese clone systems, which are like those systems that have like a hundred games on it that they stole, basically. And he just like imported them and then rebranded them as the Soldier Station or whatever. Um, and apparently, these emulators don't even run well. They run awful, and they're not even like full seven twenty or ten eighty p or nothing like that. Um, so Jay, what, how you feel about this? You, you copping the soldier station? <laughs> you know, the funny thing about it, and like, we literally just did this, uh, this podcast a couple days ago, and I looked on the website, you can't even buy it anymore. So you're saying basically because he got exposed, he took that bitch down. Yeah. Okay. Actually, no, I take that back. He put it back up now, but literally when I checked a couple days ago, it was gone, bro. And I was like, wait a minute. I was like, this ain't, this ain't good. This ain't good at all. But okay. He put it back up. So I, I'll take that back for now. But nah, bro, it's trash. Like I've seen other people like who actually have uh, the system in their hands. Uh, they even went to the, the links of like tried to sell it back to the people. Uh, cause they were like, nah, it's, it's, it's bad. It's <laughs> bad. Like it, there was literally no representation for this. Like there were no demos or anything. You just like, Hey, I got a console with my name on it. And then somebody immediately was like, Oh yeah, well, like, I can get this from China. You just left your name on it. He didn't even address it or nothing, but like the people who got it, nah, it's, it's not good at all. Like these, the handheld was claimed to have 3000 games on it. And the console was supposed to uh the handheld actually the handheld was was uh supposed to be playing Switch games too, um, amongst like the older system like the Game Boy and the Neo Geo and stuff. And the Soldier Game console was supposed to be playing like uh PlayStation One games and, and even uh even further back. So uh the claims did not uh represent what the actual console does. It it really doesn't do anything. So it's it's really, really bad. You can't just be putting your money into people just because you know they're black or or they're young. Or that they're an entrepreneur and stuff. You really gotta like do your research and look at it. And people did it immediately. And, and nah, he got exposed, right? And this gonna be on the new uh, Epic Game Store. Like they gonna have a Soldier Station. I won't see their Soldier Game. Is with, it gonna be Soldier Game? Is man. it gonna be crossplay with the Soldier Game? Like <laughs> cross platform? <laughs> I mean, uh, you got any thoughts on it, Corliss? <laughs> not, not really. It's like. It's just- I'm just glad he ain't broke or bankrupt, man. After all these years, man, he's still trying to make some money. So, cool to him. Like, 
it's yeah. consoles. I could rip off games and everything. It's like uh, he's trying. I think it's because he actually owns uh, Crank That. Because I remember him saying he produced it with Fruity Loops or some shit like that. So that's probably where he gets the residual checks. And then you know he could try out the, get the Soldier Station. You know, try different things out. It's got 32 gigabytes on it. How you feel about that, Ethos? I feel really good. Thank you for asking. I love this. It's great. Thank you for asking. <laughs> um, and then the other Soldier Boy news that came out just recently is uh, Soldier Boy uh, said that he wants to dive into esports. He wants to create his own team, and he said that Ninja is his inspiration, and he's been guiding him. Um, he said it's going to be a lot to hire Ninja to play for me. He said, but you know he's trying. He's trying. Uh, would you guys? Um, would you guys want to join Team U? Jay, how about you? <laughs> you know the funny thing? I remember like way back in the day when he first came out. He actually had like a gamey clan or whatever. So the like, money yeah. gamers. I yeah, remember the money gamers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I, I actually respect Soldier Boy for like he's really a gamer. Like I, I don't think that he's a, a fake ass dude out here just trying to make it and. I, I respect him for like what he wants to do, what his vision is. But like I said, like all of these ventures that he's trying to get into have ultimately failed. So I don't want this one to fail too. I hope that you know his mentor Ninja can lead him in the right direction, um, and he can actually make this into something. I know that people will want to join his esports team. So if he can actually get it off the ground, then it, it's cool. And like low-key there are a lot of like athletes and rappers like Wale for example has an esports team and I bet you a lot of people didn't know about it because he doesn't talk about it at all and I had to find that out on my own merit I'm like well what are y'all doing like the advertisement is terrible people are just getting esports teams and doing nothing with it so I don't want Soldier Boy to be like that as well but I think that Soldier Boy since he actually games like he went to E3 last year he goes pretty much every year and like we see him around and stuff so like I know that he's serious about it so I wish him all the success on this one i think that this venture will be okay but that soldier game console shit you need to cut that out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what about you ethos you're uh as a man who's working on a game would you want a uh, soldier uh, boy to compete in your your uh, online multiplayer experience um what I, I mean if you just give me money sure <laughs> 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 Am I lying? <laughs> nah, you you're lying. not like, wrong. <laughs> I mean, he's got money. And he's not going to creatively like take over and like change my vision. But if he wants to really like invest in sports, I'm not going to turn him down on that. That's Whatever, that's like, you know. Obviously, you have to negotiate like what he wants in return for that investment. But I would be fine with it. And plus, that's extra clout. Like you know, because you saw like when Soldier Boy revealed his consoles and everything else, like he got a shit ton of media. Like, like I know people are just shitting. Yeah, hella YouTubers made videos too. They but they actually bought it just to shit on it. And it's like you know he yeah. kind of won though. Like, but he still won. Like he still got the money. He still got the clout. Like his name is in your mouth at the end of the day, which I think Max. is brilliant. Regardless, if you, I, I, I think is the way I uh, what you were talking previously like with the consoles and everything else. I feel like Soldier Boy's heart's in the right place. He just needs the guidance. knowledge to understand the guidance of where to go, like how to invest and spend his money in this industry, right? Which, <clears throat> if you are a Soldier Boy, uh, you should check out these guys, Game of the Illuminati. Uh, right, they're right. great. Yeah, for a nice nominal consulting fee. We could definitely do that guidance for you. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, you, you know, it'd be funny, like if they had a uh, feel like their uniforms, they had to wear like triple X white tees and like baggy pants and then, like, oh the, my sh- God. the shades and the white shades with their name on it, like with their gamer tag on it and shit. That shit would be funny. Team you, boy, let's go. I'm with it. That'd be great. I rep that team. So shout out to Soldier Boy. We see you doing your thing. You know, you just got to tweak a little yeah, bit. You got to tweak a little bit. It's just a little modification, but you on the right track. Call my, call my trap phone. 
uh, <laughs> uh, just the other day, a new Planet Side was revealed. I don't know if you guys care, but I personally am a little bit excited because Planet Side was the game for those of you unaware that really got me into PC gaming. I feel like when you switch over from console to PC, people a lot of times people have trouble with the mouse and keyboard, so you got to find that game that you just you love so much that you don't care, you suck, and it makes you want to get good. And Planet Side Two was that game for me because it's like two thousand people on screen at once with tanks and people on foot and planes and lasers just going every fucking where and it's like you better get good at that game if you're gonna play it so that's the game that helped me get good with mouse and keyboards it's, it's got a little special place in my heart um this new planet side arena it's supposed to come out early 2019 uh and it'll feature uh traditional modes as well as new battle royale um uh it'll be two 250 on 250 team deathmatch as well uh you guys uh interested in this new planet side Mm, it's, it's, going just you, it's, no? it's just you it's going to be a no for me man wow why you biased you put this in here just because you cared about that <laughs> that's right it depends on the, <laughs> it on the mechanics they have that's different than the other multi battle royale games it seems like it's with like the blueprint format they're going with where you're just like you build the gun or like craft the gun not just randomly pick it off the ground so I just find it interesting because you guys like Battlefield, but then you don't like Planet Side, which is basically on a larger scale, but they're scaling it down a little bit. I don't bit. like Planet Side for that reason. The scale is too freaking. Well, I'm telling you, they're bringing it down, and you now you can actually. You argued this with me in Sweden, and I told you, and you were like, yeah, you're right. The fucking scaling where you just constantly fight back. I forth. just said they're changing the scaling. <laughs> No, Look, I don't man. give a shit. I don't. I don't like the. Mo- I don't like the gunplay. The gunplay is trash compared to Battlefields. It, it feels like it doesn't. There's no oomph behind when you shoot somebody in that game. Um, the there's some oomph behind you. The in that game. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! Behind the gun. <laughs> guys oh are homosexual. Whatever, yo. Whatever, yo. <laughs> Not uh, that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying. Those <laughs> yeah, yeah, this guy. Yo, uh, Soldier Boy, make a planet side team. I'll be the captain. Yo, I got you, bro. I got you. <laughs> no one's gonna play that game. It's gonna be dead. A month. I'm Look, man, we stopped, we, stopped, we stopped playing Planet Side because we realized that there was no end game. Right? You just stopped. How about 90% of their player base stopped playing? And I'm telling game. you, there's going to be an a end game now, okay? Do you remember yeah. people's PS4 blowing up trying to play this game? Exactly. You played it? it on PS4. People did try it. A they lot of people it like you, and they tried it. And their PS4 blew up. I never played it on PS4. Yeah. I always played it on PS4. Not you. I'm talking about other other people. Listen, there was nothing. You know, now that I think about it, it was me and Black that used to be on the game heavy. There's nothing better in Planet Side Two than getting a hundred of your niggas hopping in a drop ship and just dropping down into the battlefield with lasers flying everywhere. You niggas had never really had the Planet Side experience. Y'all are. Bad, I bl- I did play it. I played it with you. You loser. What are you talking about? You never capped a base. I'm out. <laughs> That's the, that's the stream for the day, folks. Do it over here. Got to select the memory. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, you you hop on there and you play the two uh, fifty versus two fifty death match today. Go ahead. I'll play people in the Discord. I don't need you guys. No one wants to play in Discord with you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Make a room and watch nobody yeah, be in there. Go ahead. Watch nobody be in there. You guys are jerks. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll skip over this and come back. Stupid. Since we're talking. <laughs> I, I respect, I respect them for keeping it going. I'm not, I'm not mad at them for keeping it going. Uh, since we're talking about Battle Royale, I'll skip over this and we'll come back to the other one. Uh, CSGO is going free to play, and then they also announced a Battle Royale. Do y'all see this working? Mm, I don't know, man. Hey, it came out, didn't it? Yeah, it's out. Oh, it came out? Okay, my bad. Yeah, it came out. So people aren't giving it good reviews so far. I think it's like, just like, it's like a well-done mod, not a good game mode. So I thought, I, I thought they're giving it a bad review because, like, you know, obviously people were upset that we paid 15 bucks for this game 10 years ago 
because now free to play. <laughs> now it's free to play. play. So the game is always like, shut the fuck up. Like, I don't care when free yeah, to play. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm being, yeah, disingenuous. Like, that's a long ass time, but like, I think that, I think that once again, <laughs> yeah, I think that once again, a battle royale thing is, I think it's slowly phasing out. I don't think that people wanted to necessarily see a battle royale type of game for CSGO. You know what I mean? Like, people play CSGO competitively for the most part. I don't think that anyone really even gets on there casually. I feel like this is like a casual type of mode. And people don't want to see that at all. But I think people may just be upset because it's free now. So I don't know. I also feel like the gun mechanics from CSGO just don't work in Battle Royale because they're ass. Randomized. Yeah, all that fucking random bullet yeah, spraying and shit. Is fire. Yeah, I don't get it. But hey, it's out if you guys want to play it. And it's free. So, I mean, it's not like it hurts. I mean, you just got to use a little bit of bandwidth. It's there. Um, and then last but not least, uh, some new Beyond Good and Evil 2 gameplay quietly came out from Ubisoft. I feel like they're not really pushing this. I just randomly found this in my sub box. Did y'all get a chance to look at it? I did. What'd you think, Jay? I am still on defense. I don't know what this game is truly going to be, and I also did not play the first Beyond uh, Good and Evil, so I can't really give any, uh, any expertise on uh, the story and everything, but... I feel like I need to see a little bit more. I want to see a little bit more, a um, little bit more mechanics on the ground because I feel like from what we've seen so far, they're focusing a lot on uh, on on the uh, the airplay, uh, space, uh, yeah, vehicles and stuff, and that's fine and dandy. But I kind of just want to see like more more boots on the ground type of stuff just to see like if I'm thoroughly interested or not. Yeah, I, I watched the trailer and I don't know what the fuck I watched, and they were explaining it. I still don't know what the fuck I watched. Uh, what about you, Corliss? I didn't play the first one uh, based on the gameplay. No, it just looks all generic, kind of just basic stuff, so I don't know really what's going on for it as well. So, so I'll expand, expand on it and explain more. What? Uh, ain't you a big uh, Beyond Good and Evil fan, Ethos? Uh, I played the first game. Yeah, did you I get a chance to look at this? Chance to look at this game? I did not get it. Unfortunately, I, I did not because we were out, yeah. you know. In Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have the time though to look at it, but I'll look at it now. That that it's it's that's kinda uh doesn't help anybody. Uh so we're gonna go ahead and wrap the show up. <laughs> oh my lord. <laughs> this podcast is awful, bro. What's the name? Uh alright, that's all I got on my show notes. So uh I'm just gonna say this has been Gaming Illuminati episode seventy eight and Corliss. You are the guest for the show, so go ahead and give us your closing statement for tonight. Go. Oh, man, I forgot about this part. I have no idea what to say. Uh, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Appreciate it. Follow uh, GI Patreon, Game of TBH, everyone on Twitch and everything. Sub to them. Facts, facts, facts. All right, Ethos, you got the floor. What's your closing statement for Game of Illuminati episode 78? Go. You're... I know I didn't contribute that much to this podcast, so uh, I apologize to everybody in the chat. I was out here getting this money. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out to uh, Corliss because this man has dropped so many subs in my my channel, bro. Makes me feel like I'm actually rich. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> so I, I do appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate the support of everybody who uh, be watching in here podcast. Even if you know you hate our opinions, you still show up every week, and I appreciate y'all for that. So, mm, okay, Jay, what's your uh, closing statement for today's episode? Go. Thank you very much, Corliss, for being so patient. Uh, dealing with these Negroes on a weekly basis. I know it gets <laughs> tough. 
and they were, uh, you know, they were international. So I can't, I can't, I can't really, blame, I can't, I can't blame them this time. I can't blame them. time for us peasants, JJ. Yeah, they, yeah, they got time. But, uh, said, but yeah, I'm sitting, I'm sitting here and they, and they over there flexing money and shit. So that's great, man. I'm, I'm calling it right now. I need to go to the currency exchange, matter of fact, and turn my money in. They're not only flexing on everybody else, they are flexing on their own GR members. This is great. Um, but, uh, another, another podcast down in the books. I hope everyone appreciates the, uh, the sheer number of, uh, podcast that we have been dealing out and hopefully we will give you all a lot more so you don't have to be waiting months for uh another podcast so appreciate everybody listening facts 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 and uh i normally don't say anything but i want to say uh because i know we've been joking about it the entire time and if you're listening all the way through you're probably wondering why the fuck were they in sweden they said we're allowed to say they don't deserve it they don't deserve to hear it (laughs) what's the name we were we were at we were at dice uh we got to visit their headquarters and because Dice doesn't even make this game, we were trying to figure out why the fuck they had it at Dice. Because the shit was confusing when we talked about it. But we got to play Anthem. Uh, we will be allowed to talk about it, but at a later date, I don't think I'm allowed to say the like the embargo or nothing like that. But like, yeah, expect videos on our channel uh, of us talking about it. Uh, so shout out to them for flying us out because we got to go to another country on another nigga dollar. Let's go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this has been Gaming Illuminati episode. 78 be sure to take the show on the go the show is available on ios and uh ios and android well it is technically it's available on spotify soundcloud itunes all that bullshit just look us up and then we have the app available on ios and android that's free just search search illuminati on your respective app store keep in mind that we spell the word with the word uh naughty's and naughty or nice uh other than that that's all we got to talk about we gonna holla at y'all everybody have a nice one peace